third episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. And oh, yeah, we have a special guest in the house today, and uh, it's Brad. What's up, Brad? What's up, everyone? Thanks for having me. Um, Also, you're welcome for introducing you guys into the podcast world. Yeah, we do have to give Brad a shout out because he's the one who got us in on the Barstool podcast. And then I got you into it, Madison. And that's kind of where this whole idea began. So So pretty much none of this would have happened without me. All right. Don't give yourself too much credit. This is a lot of credit you're giving yourself here. I mean, I would have done it, but I'm just way too lazy. So exactly. So thank you guys for getting all the mics and stuff and let me do this because I'm just way too lazy for all that. (laughs) Well, we're here and we're ready to podcast. So Brad, want to give us a little intro about yourself? Well, um, pretty much everything you hear about Brad's uh, (laughs) describes me pretty well. Um, Took like six years to graduate college. Finally did it, though. Um, I work at a mortgage company full-time it sucks um that's about it yeah so brad's a lot like us works full-time drinks heavily on the weekend so he will be able to contribute some very um relatable content to the podcast so we're excited for today's segments it's lit <laughs> so we we reached out to the fans this week um kind of let everyone know what we're talking about Since it is our first male guest, we thought we would do some segments relating to uh, just today's dating lifestyle and dating apps and things of that nature. So we're hoping to get a few different opinions and hopefully uh, give you guys something to relate to. Yeah, hopefully you guys uh, can take something away from this. We did get a few shout outs on Twitter, some questions, so we'll definitely address those and see what's going on so let's get into it (laughs) all right so basically i know kim has some questions but we were going to break down like the most popular dating apps that are out there and kind of get all three of our opinions on them i know we've all had at least one of the ones on the list if not more so we definitely all have some dating app experience here yeah so um personally I have my favorite dating app that I use. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't consider any of them favorites because they aren't necessarily the best choice for finding a significant other, but nonetheless, they are fun to use. And Sorry, we're, we're all a little buzzed right now. Okay, so <laughs> the first it's app true. we're going to discuss is the probably most popular app out there and one of the pioneers in the dating app world, and it's Tinder. Uh, so... I had Tinder. I think I downloaded it when I was like a junior in college, just like because it was one of the first ones that came out and we downloaded it because we thought it would be fun. But they are, it's just a bunch of creeps, like very creepy people who will message you and say like random shit, like send me nudes or things along those lines. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I think since Tinder was the first one, it's finally getting to like the older crowd the old sad people that are single and trying to find someone when they're 40. So it it really has become creepy people. You got to stay on the forefront of the, of the dating apps to keep, keep with the hip kids, I guess. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's our take on it. You know, also I do feel like the Tinder scene is, I don't know, maybe you could talk about this, but like, guys just looking to like hook up like i don't think anyone is going on tinder for a relationship well for sure tinder like i remember when i first downloaded i was like a sophomore in college and it was like purely just for hooking up i never actually hooked up with anyone from tinder but it was mainly for self-esteem yeah I <laughs> just like just a girl girl accepting me that'd be just to know that they think i'm hot it feels good <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. Like, I think when I downloaded it, I was like at the lowest of low of my single life. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to download this app. And it is 100% a confidence booster because all these people are matching with you and like messaging you and giving you compliments. And it kind of picks you back up a little bit, but it's definitely not a long-term solution. Yeah, it's kind of just like sure. you do it for a few weeks or like a month. And then you're like, okay, I'm ready to actually go back out and socialize with people in person and not on this like weird, strange app that I'm matching with 
like creepy old dudes. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, I don't know. I downloaded it in college too, like my sophomore year. And it was like, most of the people I matched, I like knew them in real life, but it's like that confidence boost. You're like, yeah, I think you're hot. I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That is so strange to me, like matching with people who you know. I hate that. I hate how it does it by location because since I am still in the same city of which I went to school and graduated from, I tend to see a lot of people who I know already in person, especially dating apps who like do it by mutual friends. What do you want to match with random people in different cities? Like, <laughs> I mean, I want to match with people in this city, but not people that I went to college with. Like if I wanted to date them, I would have dated them in college. I don't want to match with them. Oh, on a date so you can just date anyone you want now? Is it... <laughs> no, not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That the whole matching with friends thing is super weird though. Like, especially if a guy swipes on you, like, do you want to like take me on a date or do you want to just know if I think you're also hot? I mean, to be honest though, I will match with people who I know just because I think it's funny. Like, especially a lot of my guy friends from college, if I see them on there, I'll match with them just so I can like say hey and be like, what's up? <laughs> well, yeah, I think there's there's people where if you are close enough with them, it's like it's a joke. Like, oh, I'm swiping right on you on whatever app because it's funny because we're like that close of friends. And then I think that there are other people where it's like you're kind of close friends, but like there could have been a potential for like a date or a hookup or some sort of like, you know, weird connection with them in a like past situation and it just never happened. So you're like, are you swiping right on me because you like are into me still or are you just doing it because you know me like it's kind of confusing yeah I mean it's not much better than like how the texting is these days it's just very hard to read people and honestly I I like seeing people that I know just to be like yeah I'm on tinder it's which is kind of like embarrassing (laughs) but I'm like well you're on there too so (laughs) you can't talk shit to me (laughs) I know it's funny it's like this like low-key moment where you're just both like okay this is both where we're at right now you're like yeah we're both single we're just (laughs) bored yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's good to to have that camaraderie between us (laughs) (laughs) you can't judge me (laughs) that you it's an unknown pact between everyone on tinder you're like just don't judge me and i won't judge you (laughs) i mean maybe i'm a bitch for this but i'd be lying if i didn't if I said I didn't screenshot and send it to like my group message of friends and be like, Hey, you'll never guess who I found on like hinge or Tinder. Yeah, God. It's funny because it's like, you're on there. So like they could be doing the same thing to you. Yeah. You're do guys people. do that? Uh, no, I think guys are more just about hooking up. Like, <laughs> they don't really care who's on there. It's <laughs> like, girls yeah. Are, girls are more into the gossip. They're like, yeah, Oh my gosh, you'll exactly. never guess who I saw in here. Like girls are much more into talking shit than guys. You're like, look at his profile. Why would he put that photo on it? Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, let's get into talking about how to develop a profile because I feel like a lot of um, strategic thinking goes into it. I mean, maybe guys, like, don't give a shit, but I feel like girls are like, okay, so which photos am I going to use? And I feel like the whole time we're just thinking about which photos the person from the opposite sex would prefer to see. And Oh, yeah, it's like you're curating your personality via, like, some dumb app. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we've talked a lot about Tinder, but I don't, I mean, currently I'm not on Tinder. I don't know if either of you are on Tinder, but I feel like that's definitely out. But I think more recently, I mean, I use Hinge and I know that other people. Brad is currently um, on Hinge matching (laughs) with girls as we record this podcast. Wait, I want to see what it looks like because I've always wondered what it looks like from the opposite sex. Like, I almost want to compare my profile to other girls' profiles. Mm -hmm. You've compared it to mine. I was say, what are you talking about? Like, it's pretty similar. Yeah, we... Well, I just want to see what else is out there. Like, what am I competing with, you know? This girl's kind of hot. Let's see. Yeah, she's got a good profile. So let's look at this girl's profile and break it down. (laughs) (laughs) This girl's got her first photo is of her and two friends. She's the middle girl. Okay, but can you tell that she's the middle girl? You can tell she, like, looks the best in the first Oh, for sure. And... (laughs) Like, it's a cute photo. It's a close-up-ish of their faces, so you can, like, see her face pretty distinctly. So, is that a move to use a picture where you're, like, with two friends that are, like, noticeably less attractive than you? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) I think guys do this, too, though. Like, I've seen guys, especially, like, even guys that are, like, average height take pictures with guys of 
like that he's friends with that are significantly shorter than him just to make him look taller. Well, I don't have that problem, so. But <laughs> Brad's I, like, yeah, I'm tall. It's fine. I'm only six five. It's cool. Um, <laughs> for all the girls out there, I'm only six five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't worry, Brad. We'll we'll give a link to your uh, hinge profile on the podcast notes, just so girls can go check you out after this. For sure. I don't even have my notifications on. I'd never get on it. Um. Mm-hmm. So her first prompt, um, if you guys know Hinge, it gives you prompts that you have to answer, and it's like three prompts that you have to answer, which is why I kind of prefer Hinge over like the Bumble Tinder swipe right swipe left this like gives you the opportunity to actually see this person's personality more and this girl's first prompt says what if i told you that that's the prompt and her answer was i can lick my elbow that i mean it would wouldn't grab my attention like that's just so like outlandish that like I do, like what does that do for me <laughs> what am I gonna sit there and watch you lick your elbow Brad's just pretty much all concerned with like what can you do for me like let's talk about this but not even that it's like this doesn't show anything like that yeah. he's interested in any personality traits etc second picture is like a solo shot of her holding a glass of wine on a rooftop it looks pretty cute yeah oh she's five five. Oh yeah hinge gives your height shows you where she lives whatever another picture of her with two less attractive friends <laughs> snowboarding she kind of looks bad there but <laughs> she's got confidence good for her i mean she's sporty oh i feel like that's a good sign. yeah that's definitely a good sign does she have her instagram on there uh, uh no. no red flag that's a red flag yeah i i, I don't know i you know it doesn't matter to you it well, doesn't I, really, you gotta keep it private somewhat uh but it's different for guys because girls like put enough of good pictures on there but guys sometimes put like maybe just one picture that you can actually tell who they are and you don't really get a good grasp of like if you would want to go on a date with well, them or yeah, not because guys don't like taking pictures they're not yeah like, but if you put your Inst- a- oh i'm going out tonight let me take a picture <laughs> yeah. oh i got my car fixed let me take a picture <laughs> like guys don't do that this girl does have a picture of her dog, side note. <laughs> oh, gosh. I kind, of, I kind of like that move if you have a cute dog, but. I See, I, when I go on Hinge and I review people's profiles, I usually will go to their Instagram, and I know if we would get along or not because I read their, like, Instagram captions. And if they're stupid, then I'm like, ah, they're probably not creative. They're not funny. Like, they're not someone I'd want to hang out with. But secret little move there. If you go and you read their Instagram captions, then you'll yeah. know. No, I feel that. Have you ever had someone go in um, and follow you after matching with you on Hinge and then follow you on Instagram and, like, low-key yeah. DM you and shit? Oh, I've never had someone DM me, but I definitely have people that follow me. I had a girl, like, friend me on Facebook and on, like, Snap – or not Snapchat, uh, Instagram. Like, she followed me on Instagram, everything. And, like, I didn't even talk to her, like, on Hinge. She just, you guys matched. We just matched, and then she, like – friended me and like followed me and everything i was like that's kind of weird it's so weird because if you wanted to talk to them you would message them on hinge like i was like i matched with you because i was drunk and bored like (laughs) i don't want to talk to you actually so when what is the ideal time for guys to match like because i feel like i get a lot of notifications that's like oh someone liked you and it's all like saturday night like friday night when we're drunk (laughs) (laughs) i think the ideal time is like any weeknight evening so last weekend, I got a notification that says 2.45 a.m. And this guy matched with me and he said, you're a goddess. So that was definitely, definitely a drunken yeah, message. Drunk message for sure. I mean, can't say I haven't done it, but not a bit. Oh, I've definitely done it. I'm not, not going to sit here and say I haven't done that. <laughs> but it's like you're not really getting anything, anything out of it. Oh, no, there's no way. If a girl like actually responded, I would hope that she was drunk. Right. But if she like wasn't and like actually responded, I'd be like, wow, like what are you doing? Like you're weird. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. is that a red flag? Like if a girl responds like Sunday morning, it's like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, drunk, drunk me and sober me are two different people. Like <laughs> I don't want to actually talk to you when I'm sober. <laughs> I'm not interested any longer. Oh my gosh. I'm giving uh, Brad's actual uh, hinge profile look, and his first picture is cute. It's a picture of his face with a holding a very very cute puppy so okay but it's not your puppy which oh, it's, it's not my puppy but i had to throw it out there you know? Dude, <laughs> see i i used to have a picture of me with my old foster puppy on there but i had to take it off because i got so sick of people like just matching with me and they were like 
oh my god I want to meet your puppy and then I had to explain to them that it wasn't my puppy I just fostered them and then it's almost like they didn't want to talk yeah. to me anymore <laughs> I had a couple of responses like can I come meet your puppy blah, blah, blah. I was like my response to that is like is it a deal breaker it's not my dog because <laughs> if it is then yeah I'll, I'll find a puppy <laughs> <laughs> but see that's kind of like that's a good, pretty good yeah. attitude. Like, that's a good response like yeah. is it a deal breaker if that actually wasn't my dog that's kind of funny that's a good way to go about it <laughs> other uh pictures are pretty good oh we've got a party pic here like at a pool party holding uh a natty light doing oh, a powerpoint kim, to the camera kim, kim knows that day that was um spring break key west <laughs> actually brad i'm not gonna lie i definitely saw your profile on hinge but i swiped past it <laughs> It was a pretty good profile, wasn't it? That one gets the most responses. His most res- or the prompt on his hinge profile that apparently gets the most responses says, "We'll get along if you enjoy enjoy day drinking and going to bed by 10. You're such a grandpa. You know, I just this guy the other day matched with me, and his thing was like, "I'm looking for whatever," and then it was like, um, "Someone who doesn't feel the need to go out and drink every weekend," and I was like, "Oh, buddy." <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you match with me? Like, you clearly don't know what I do on the weekends. All right, we're back after some technical difficulties, but back to our subject of dating apps and Hinge. We were talking about how on Hinge, the option, uh, there's an option to show your birthday. Well, not your birthday, like your age, I guess, <laughs> your height. Uh, your location, whether it's a city or like a neighborhood within a city, and then there's options for um, alcohol, uh, tobacco use, uh, weed, and pills. I guess that just means drugs in general, but um, any other drugs besides weed. <laughs> so if you're dropping acid on on Wednesdays, I guess you're gonna have to say yes to that. Um, but there's an option to like show or not show, um, whether or not you partake in those things so you can say yes sometimes or no um me and kim were discussing the other day how it's 100 percent a red flag if a guy has yes next to all three like tobacco weed and pills i mean if you have it next to alcohol well obviously you're in yeah i feel like if a girl has yes to alcohol that's fine but when she like starts claiming that she like smokes weed all the time and all that I'm like eh, that's kind of weird even when they have sometimes I'm like they probably smoke it all the time they are just too embarrassed to say yes so that's also kind of a red flag right yeah I agree like sometimes I do pills oh <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's such a red flag for me when people put sometimes for drinking I'm like sometimes like once a month or sometimes like Thursday through Sunday because yeah no I was yeah me and Kim were also discussing this like the sometimes for drinking thing like especially like on a dude's profile I'm like yeah this guy definitely doesn't party I don't know if I can fuck with this yeah I mean yeah. I guess you guys are different than some girls like some girls look for guys <laughs> that don't drink those girls are also psychopaths <laughs> so like if you don't like if you're 24 and don't drink on weekends like you're either married or a psychopath. <laughs> Those like, are the same girls who want to have children by like yeah, twenty five. Yeah, that's not not my vibe. So if it's a problem that I, I drink a lot, then I don't want to talk to you anyway. I love yeah. how Brad just said vibes. <laughs> vibes. Not no. as if you're just like taking off on everyone. Yeah, my vocabulary is transcending the UNCC show, <laughs> like everyone in Charlotte crowd. It's great. I think it's just because I've heard it so many times since being here. <laughs> it's just ingrained in my head that I should say vibes. It's always so weird when you hang out with someone for like, even if you only hang out with them for like a couple of times and you just start adopting their like terminology. Yeah, like their like random terms, like in their manners and stuff. It freaks me out. All right. So yeah, so that's basically just us talking about Hinge or whatever, but there's a bunch of other dating apps out there um, that I did want to like get into a little bit. So Bumble definitely is one of the most popular out there right now. I would say Bumble is slowly taking over Tinder as like the most popular dating app like out there. Um, and obviously on Bumble, like the girl has to initiate the conversation within 24 hours of matching the dude. So that's an interesting concept. I'm not the biggest fan of Bumble, but I have heard like great success stories from Bumble like people actually 
getting into relationships and stuff. But really? what do you guys think? I see. I downloaded Bumble at first just because I heard it was like the classier version of Tinder. But I also don't like how the girls have to message first because so I guess I'm like scarred because one time. So it like takes a lot of confidence to message first, which is usually why I just like let guys message me first on Hinge. And if we match and they don't message me first, I just don't speak to them and it just like goes away. <laughs> I'm really putting yourself out there, aren't you? I just, yeah, I don't like to work for it. That sounds bad, but it's just like, meh, well, it's not meant to be. Good, eh? <laughs> you don't have to work for it? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm not going to put in that much effort, but if this guy just happens to come across my profile and just really likes me that much, then he'll say something. But anyway, so on Bumble, I had to like, work up the courage and I was like fine I'll just start messaging guys first and I some guys like having their profile they're like hit me with your best pickup line whatever but I never want to do that because I just feel stupid so I'll just message them just be like hey what's up and this one guy replied he was like that's the best you got and I was like oh my god wow that's low-key harsh I mean like that is a very lame like thing to start the conversation with but I mean whatever so the reason I love Bumble is because it puts girls in our position that we have like all the time like on like tinder and hinge and stuff like we have to come up with something that will get your attention and get the conversation started but like i right now i don't have bumble downloaded but like when i did i was like i loved it because girls would just like say what's up and, like well that's a terrible way to come start a conversation. <laughs> all right noted noted but like it like puts you in our position that we have 95 percent of the time yeah i get that no, and I mean, I do agree, like, it is kind of nice to sometimes be on the other side, and, like, especially when I do have something interesting to say to the guy, like, if a guy has something interesting in his profile, like, okay, I can go off that, like, oh, you are, like, into a sport of some kind, yeah. or, like, you like this kind of food or something, then I can, like, I've yeah. had... well, that's why I like hints, too, because it's easier to start up a conversation, because you actually like can respond to their prompts instead of just commenting on their picture or just saying something out of the blue my best advice for girls on bumble is just like make fun of the guy like find something in his like pictures or something to make fun of because like they're gonna obviously respond because they're like no i'm like you're like wow you're really short or something (laughs) that's like they're gonna, gonna be their response or like if they have like a picture of them golfing which a lot of guys do Oh, yeah. I bet you I can beat you in golf. And he's going to be like, no way. It's an easy way to start a conversation. So pretty much what Brad is saying is he just needs a little knock to his confidence. So to all the girls out there, just hit Brad with your worst, uh, meanest thing you can say to him. No, I feel like that's that's definitely, like, partially true. But, I mean... I mean, that's technically flirting if you just say something, like, jokingly mean. It's like third grade flirting. (laughs) At recess, like when girls and guys would like just like push each other down like i hate you like that's what the pretty much the same concept except that we're 25 (laughs) yeah like uh now we're adults and we're still trying to use the same tactics that we used when we were nine and we wonder why we're all three still single so maybe we just haven't figured it out yet yikes nah so, yeah, Bumble is definitely an interesting concept. I'm not a big fan. I definitely, like, prefer Hinge. But I think that I, I'm i less shameless now to start a conversation than I was when I first downloaded, like, dating apps. Like, I was definitely, like, more afraid then to, like, I don't know, like, yeah, figure I out, agree. like, is this not going to answer me or whatever. But now I feel like I would be more confident in starting a conversation just if, like, like Brad said, like making fun of something in his profile or just like like making a comment about something that he has. I feel like that's the best way to like go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't just start a conversation like, hey, what's up? Like have like a NMJCU. <laughs> like have a have a subject to talk about when you start a conversation. Like if you just say, Hey, what's up? Like, how are you doing? Like, how was your day? Like my day I spent my day in a cubicle for eight hours and it fucking sucked like what do you want to talk about like, yeah same <laughs> like have a, have a subject to talk about when you message guys on bumble yeah, yeah so bumble you know I don't know if we're in or we're out on bumble but I mean I'm kind of out on all dating apps but <laughs> I, I've, I've been wishy-washy on them for a while yeah that's fair I mean there are there are perks and there are definitely like negatives to to the dating app scene. 
Um, one more dating app that I did want to discuss, which is like definitely more like niche dating app, is the league. Brad told me he did not actually know what the league was. Actually, I'm about to download it right now. Let's see what it's about. You have to apply to get on it. You won't be able to get on right now. That's the thing about it. Yeah, it's very. You might be able to now because Charlotte, the pool is like open now. Oh. Well, when I first got on it, Madison, this was like the first day we met. This is. I also, remember this. Also, how we knew we were going to be friends on the very first day we met, we like downloaded and like applied for this dating app together, and we were just like, "All right, like, let's do this." Hashtag bonding. You have to apply for it. It's really weird. You have to like get on the waiting list. So basically, the league you have to have um, a LinkedIn profile and a Facebook account. And um, well, good thing I have both of those. I'm a professional. <laughs> I mean, I know people that don't have LinkedIn's that are like our age, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But it's just like way more intense, um, like the vetting process, and you can like narrow your um, narrow your preferences down or whatever. So like, you'll only match with people that have college degrees, or like you'll only match with people that have graduate degrees. Like it's low key intense as fuck. But you also only get like three to five matches a day and you only get them at 5 p.m. I guess because they don't want you worrying about it while you're at the workplace so you get these like only a few matches a day and then if you don't like any of them it that's it you just have to wait until the next day it's basically yeah you get three to five matches a day and then you can like it's like not really swipe it's like you can like or not like them and you don't even know like the batch that you're given those three or to five guys or girls you don't know if they like you. So, like, sometimes you'll like them and nothing will happen because they haven't liked you yet. Or sometimes you'll like them and it will be like, oh, it's a match. And, like, you guys match. I kind of like this. No, it's... Like, I'm, I might get on it. Let's, no, let's see what happens. I Okay, so when I first started the dating app scene, um, when I first became single, I was like, yeah, the league. Because I had, like, these people that lived in, like, New York City and, like, California all these like bougie places telling me that like the league is the way to go for dating apps so that's what I downloaded and I was like yeah this is how I'm gonna do it so I was like all in on the league like I didn't have any other dating app I literally only had the league and I was like I'm only going out on dates with guys from the league because this is like the bougie dating app and I was like high standards let's go and I did yeah so it's actually weird I weirdly got like a deep I went on probably like four or five league dates and like two of the guys I actually like saw more than once like I went on several dates with them like definitely could have potentially turned into something else I wasn't really looking for that at the time so it didn't but I did meet a few decent guys a couple of guys were like not my cup of tea or whatever but I mean that's any dating app but I really did have decent like success on it I mean I think that could be with any dating app, but with the league, I thought it was, like, easier because I didn't have to, like, swipe all day, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I haven't had huge success with dating apps either. When I first downloaded Hinge, I went on a few dates, but I had the league for maybe, like, a few weeks, and I just never really put a ton of effort into it, shocker, and just never ended up going on any dates so you think you're gonna try it out brad brad's gonna find like a wonderful young professional woman to go on a date with (laughs) with all the dating apps um actually i was listening to another podcast that talks about dating and stuff and they actually interviewed the um the like one of the founders of hinge and gives you option for not single yeah you can like join groups in the league yeah there's like a brunch group and like live music and yeah brad's like currently downloading it right now um (laughs) but anyway like back to what i was saying like you can so basically this guy the co-founder of hinge or whatever was on this podcast talking about um dating app success matches or whatever and he's they basically measured it through wedding announcements in the new york times this is like for a new york group specifically and they talked about how many um, New York Times wedding announcements mentioned dating apps in general, and it was like 40%. It was ridiculous. And then they broke down the specific dating apps um, that were mentioned, and Hinge had the most mentions in like actual like wedding announcements. Interesting. So, like the most number. And then like I think the second most was actually Tinder, shockingly. And then it was like the league had a few, Bumble had a few, but Hinge was definitely the most successful. So that's just pretty interesting. Yeah, because I feel like if guys are on Hinge, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Brad, but 
I feel like most guys on hand are probably looking for something a bit more serious. It, it's both. Like my roommate um, was purely on hand just with other girls. But when I first downloaded, I was like, you know, maybe I'll find a wife. <laughs> but a wife. Well. Still single. Probably. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it just depends. Like, it, you can usually tell in their profile, like, if a guy's like, what I'm looking for, and it's like, um, like my better half, all this stuff. And then if a guy is like, how to get to know me, like, let's go right. get drunk, then it's just like, oh, okay, this guy's probably not ready to settle down yet. <laughs> I mean, again, not that I'm not about that, because I think that's more of the level that I'm at. So I guess I am not necessarily on hinge to look for something serious. I, yeah, I think that's the thing with hinge. Like, people that go on it are like, more open to starting a relationship if if it works out like maybe that's not what they're looking for exactly but like that's what they're more open to it i I think because it's like so new that like we are like the demographic like the 21 to 26 year olds like we're the demographic that is most like likely to download the app but we're also the same demographic that are looking for serious relationships yeah so I think that's why that, like, hinge might work for me. But I also feel like our demographic, too, I feel like I read something that was saying how our generation is, like, staying single longer. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's true just because, like, as people get older, like, things are changing, like, with the whole, like, settling down, like, getting married, like, people are having children later and later in life. So I think that's just, like... Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like, back then, the life expectancy was so much younger, and now that it's older, it's back just, like... <laughs> like, whoa, back when? I mean, like, hundreds of years ago, but now that we live longer lives, like, who wants to settle down, like, a quarter of the way into your life? Yeah, I mean, that's fair, for sure. Um, all right, so do we want to segue into our next... Our next topic. Yeah, so I guess we can we can talk about how the transition that's made from dating apps to seeing them in person. So, Brad, tell us how you get a girl to like hang out with you in person. Like, what what would you message her, and how would you get to that point? Um, every girl's different, but uh, mainly just like having like a normal conversation. Usually, like just like gets uncomfortable enough to actually hang out with you. I don't know if that's like what you guys would think about like having like continued conversation for like maybe like a couple days so you do you message them on the app first and then you like ask for her number yeah after like a couple like maybe like two nights on the app of messaging I'm like hey i'm tired of going to this app can i just get your number or can you just text me yeah because i hate messaging on the app like yeah, i usually in the first I, one i'll just be like hey just text me and i'll get yeah, them my number yeah, that's what I, I figured like not everyone wants to go to the to the app to message every time. Yeah, and the fact that they already know so much personal information about you, it's like, I don't really care about giving them my number. Yeah. Yeah, like, they already know my Instagram account, so they basically know my life. <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like that's generally, like, the moves. Like, you talk for a day or two, and then it's like, okay, um, from there, we're going to, like, meet up or we're not going to meet yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, a few guys that um, I've, like, been on dates with from Hins, they'll just – be like yeah we should go grab drinks or dinner like the classic like let's go grab a drink and dinner whatever and um it's always like super awkward though I'm like oh my gosh like I feel like I've been warned about this my whole childhood like don't meet anyone from the internet and you're gonna get murdered and yeah I feel like especially like if you have mutual friends and stuff like you're like this it's a normal person it's not like a psychopath that's gonna kill you like you don't meet them at a public place like a brewery or something like it's not that big of a deal oh yeah like yeah. never first yeah, day meet at like, like your I apartment <laughs> yeah like if you <laughs> true like if you meet at a bar or a restaurant or whatever I feel like it's pretty pretty low-key pretty normal um how do you feel like the differences between like talking to a girl on an app or whatever versus like meeting a girl randomly at a bar like on a Friday or Saturday night yeah I mean going to a bar it like forces guys like guys like like I'm more introverted kind of like I, I'm not going to go up and talk to many girls at a bar just because I'd rather just not have that awkward interaction <laughs> but like on an app like it's forced like 
you still have that some like sense of anonymity where like yeah like you know a lot about me like you've seen my facebook profile and stuff but like i'm still like away from you and like if i say something like i don't have to talk to you anymore but like at a bar you go up to someone you're like it's just like you don't know anything about them like it's just not not my thing i don't usually pick up girls at bars i mean i would try to but it doesn't work out very well <laughs> not a high obviously. success rate <laughs> well like what's your go-to pickup line like if you're at a bar uh i mean obviously just buy someone a drink i don't know does that work yeah, i mean if you walk up to a girl and she's at the bar and you're like hey what are you drinking that's the easiest way to just start a conversation because then the girl will just be like oh yeah i'm gonna talk to this guy because he was nice enough to buy me a drink and i appreciate that and i mean like if he's good looking, definitely. Yeah, but if he's like not good looking, he buys you a drink, you take it and you just run away. I mean, yeah, it definitely helps that I'm six five and like pretty above average looking. <laughs> oh, so you think you're know. you think you're good looking? I don't, I don't want to toot my horn too much, but like I'm not a bad looking person. I mean, he's a Brad, so what can you expect? That's good. It's yeah, good. Exactly. We like the confidence around here. Like other than that, I don't know. Should I should I go into my other like? <laughs> yeah, tell tell the audience. God, all right. Uh, so, me and my buddy used to have this plan where, like, we would like want we switch off, but like, I'd be like, all right, go up and talk. I want to talk to that girl. Now he would go up there and start talking to her, and like, just like normal conversation. And I would just walk up to them and be like, "Hey, is this guy bothering you?" <laughs> <laughs> and just like, just roast him. Just like, like, what? Are they, he, you're like five foot ten, like. 110 pounds like <laughs> get a little bigger and stuff i would just roast him and then it was like crack a couple jokes and get her laughing at the jokes i make about him and then just start talking to her after that and then i would let him do the same thing to me <laughs> <laughs> so did the girls ever find out or were they totally just um i it had some success uh it, the girls probably found out after we would like hang out and then realize that we're actually friends <laughs> <laughs> like realize yeah we came to this bar together <laughs> yeah we were like then we would go back and start drinking together like in the same like corner that all our friends were at and be like oh like you guys like planned this well honestly, <laughs> even if i were in that situation i found out that the guy was lying i would still appreciate the effort and i think that would be funny yeah it's funny like it's funny and has a subject to talk about that's what i'm saying like if you find a subject to talk about, just get her a girl talking and it works. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's hilarious because like I know that like especially girls like me and Kim would for sure go for like a pickup line. <laughs> yeah, because I definitely I'm all about the creativity. I appreciate it. And especially if you're funny too, then it's just like, all right, yeah, we can hang out. But, yeah, most of my like flirting with girls is like self deprecating, like <laughs> talking shit about myself or talking shit about my friends. It's like trying to make them laugh. Yeah, definitely the way to a girl's heart. That's, again, bringing up Hinge. Like, if the funnier you are on Hinge, I feel like that means more these days than if you're, like, extremely good-looking. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, obviously, like, we have some standards, but, you know. Some standards. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I definitely have standards. Like, I'm not going to. I think we get lower by the day, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> slim, slim pickings out here in Charlotte these days, so. <laughs> Brad's like, yeah, even for me, I'm like still single. <laughs> um, so Kim had quite the experience at a bar we all went to a few months ago <clears throat> with a guy that was hitting on her. And uh, let, let's just hear about that, Kim. I, I think we need to tell the people about this. This yeah. Night. So actually, this guy, I was like drunk enough to the point where he didn't even need a pickup line. I was out with um one of my like best guy friends. And it's funny because, like, when we go out to the bar together, he's pretty much, like, well, he'll try to be my wingman, but he's not very good at it. And we can address this in a bit. But I feel like when I'm standing with a guy, like, no guys want to come up and talk to me. Like, I'll try to tell people. I'll be like, yeah, he's just my brother. Like, we've definitely pulled that move before. But you guys always pull that. I know. But people, like, from afar, if they see me standing with one guy, they're not going to come up and talk to me because I just feel like. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you're intimidated if a girl's standing with a guy? Oh, yeah. If a girl's standing with a guy, there's not a chance I'm... What if, like, a girl's standing with, like, a group of guys? <laughs> is that worse? Completely. That's that's so intimidating. Walking into a group of, like, five guys. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Even I feel like guys are intimidated when girls are standing with, like, a group of girls. Like, a big group. Well, I mean, now, a group of girls is 
probably easier to go up to than like one single girl. Really? Well, like, yeah, because you can just like talk to all of them and not like single out one single girl. Uh, right. So I feel like a girl by herself is like much more vulnerable and it's easier to go up and talk to her than she's with all of her friends because then they're all like looking at you like, who's this guy trying to talk to her? Well, I mean, if you go to a group of girls, like, you're like, well, I'm just going to throw myself out there and, hmm. and whatever. We'll see what fish catches book <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, you're just throwing out a bunch of lines. Hopefully one of them catches. <laughs> um, anyways, so back to my story. We It was like towards the end of the night and me and my guy friend were at this bar and I, again, like I was just drunk at that point and there was this guy standing there and I honestly don't really remember how it happened, but we just like started dancing well this it was like beach music came on and I like loved to drunkenly shag so we uh for those who are not in the uh southeastern region of the United States swing swing dancing yes it's a swing dance it's just like casual spin me around yeah very very low-key romantic but nonetheless fun when you're drunk at the bar anyway i felt like i had to clarify that for our not southeastern listeners i know i forget sorry but anyway so we start shagging and we ended up talking about leaving and going to get gas station chicken once again for the people who don't live here it's like the really go-to like drunk food in the area that we live in it's this gas station that makes like the best fried chicken and so we were planning on like walking there and I don't know how this guy just got like looped in to come with us, but pretty much it was me, my guy friend and this other guy. So we're like walking to the gas station and we like get the chicken. And at one point I looked at my friend and I was like, I don't want this guy to be with us anymore. I was like, (laughs) once I like saw him, like not in the dim bar lights, I was like, I don't really want to hang out with this guy anymore. sorry i mean it's it's about to get worse i'm about to put this guy on total blast and i feel kind of bad about it but (laughs) but the thing is i know i like don't even really know his full name and he doesn't follow me on anything so there's a very slim chance that he'll hear this anyway so i kind of hope he does (laughs) oh my god so I mean, it's not that he was ugly or anything, but it just, like, got to that point where I was, like, what was I planning on doing? Like, I don't want him to come back with me, and I don't really... You're trying to be in a hoe. No, <laughs> I was not trying to be a hoe. I was trying to go home and sleep with my gas station chicken, just eat it and go to bed. And he was still with us, so I was, like, okay, um, let's, like, kind of just ditch him, whatever. So we walk out, and we just, like, make a beeline. We're, like, all right, we're just going to, like, walk this way and, like, go home. And he's, like, kind of following us, and he's, like, Cam, Cam, like, where are you going? And I just, like, didn't turn around. I was just, like, all right, I'm just going to keep walking. And eventually he, like, stops following us, but then he starts calling me. And then I, like, get this notification that he left me a voicemail. And I was, like, what could he have possibly said, like, on this voicemail? And he, meanwhile, he's, like, texting me, too, like, Cam, hey, like, where'd you go? Like, let's hang out. Um, but anyways, I like I said, I'm totally putting him on blast by playing this voicemail, but it's just way too funny not to play. Um, Kim, we need to talk. Yeah, listen, things have been going really great between you and I. I'm ready to take things to the next level. Where you thoughts on a vacation, <laughs> hotel packages, the worst. Just get back to me. <laughs> you Cam, you're a babe. Have a good night. Cam, you're a babe. Have a good night. God bless. He's going to take you to a hotel with us. And keep in, keep in mind, like, I met this guy for maybe less than an hour at the bar. Like, we have Cam, no. babe. The the end is the best. God bless. <laughs> Hotel. Hotel packages. Works. That was, that was my favorite part. It was like hotel packages, the works. My favorite part is the end when he like gives his number and then it's just like a pause and then he said, God bless. Six, seven, four, two. <laughs> Kim, you're a babe. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, like, even, like, full 
blackout grad, not knowing what I was doing, would never do that. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, I mean, he had to say blackout, but. Up there. That's probably. <laughs> I mean, never leave a voicemail. God, like, that yeah, shit's permanent. I don't, I don't leave voicemails when I'm, like, working. Like, I'll yeah. call someone I'm, and they don't answer. I'm like, nope, I'm not leaving a voicemail. Send them an email. Yeah. Like Even yeah. a text is, like, less incriminating. Like, yeah, like just send a text, like, Kim, you're a babe. <laughs> you're so sexy. Like, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Like, at least you can, you can respond to that and be like, oh, sorry, I was drunk. Like, if your voice is out there, like, oof. Yeah, we, yikes. We, he didn't even text me the next morning, like, because I just didn't respond to any of his texts, and obviously I didn't call him back. <laughs> um, and we just have never talked since, and that was the end of that. Yeah, I mean... I just can't get over the fact that someone would just, like, legitimately (laughs) just, like, put themselves out there like that and just, like, I mean, I get it, you're drunk, but, like, I've never, I've never done something like that. Oh, my gosh. Did he at least, like, text me, like, yeah, I was drunk, sorry. No, I I did not hear from him after that night. Do you think he remembers leaving that voicemail? (laughs) I hope for his own sake that he doesn't because God only knows if that was me and I did something of that level I would be so embarrassed. Like my hangover would be a hundred times worse the next morning just because I would have so much like regret of the embarrassing shit that I did the night before. That's why I love Snapchat because I can like send drunk Snapchats to anyone. And there's no footprint. And I'm just like, I I don't know what I said, so I don't have to apologize. You're like, what? Who said that? I wasn't sober, Brad. (laughs) Two different people. Yes. The best way to go is the Snapchat message. Even, like, a Snapchat video, like, that that disappears after, like, you send it. Like, it's no longer yeah. there. <clears throat> you can't even, you can't screenshot a Snapchat video. Like, exactly. You can screenshot a Snapchat, but. Honestly, a Snapchat video might be the best move here. <laughs> okay, so new new go-to, if you're going to say something embarrassing to someone you met at the bar, send them a Snapchat video. <laughs> yeah, please do not send them a voicemail like that, because that's just, it's weird, like, I I mean I get it. People have their drunk moments, but I honestly don't understand how you could do something like say all those things and then like not remember it. I don't know. It's just so weird to me. I've never been on that level. I mean, luckily for his part, like it'd be different if it was a text because he could go back and see it. But he has no idea what he said on that voicemail because he doesn't listen to it or he can't. True. I mean, Kim, you you know me for a while. Have I have I said anything drunk like that to you? No. And Hotel packages, <laughs> the works. Let <I> go. <laughs> and the, the weirdest part was he was like, packages. he was like, things have been going pretty well. I'm ready to take it to the next level. And I was like, bruh, we danced for like five minutes and then we left the bar. <laughs> <laughs> we ate gas station chicken together. It's true love. <laughs> Meanwhile, my guy friend was like, dude, this guy's a creeper. You're lucky I was with you or else you might have gotten murdered tonight. No, I was like, like, honestly. <laughs> He's going to put you in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) For those that don't understand that, Kim, we're recording the podcast and Kim's sitting in my closet right now. So the sound. With a pillow for it. And there's just like pillows stacked up to like, you know, prevent the sound from escaping the closet. Yeah, this is the perfect explanation of how we're still figuring out a podcast because we haven't totally mastered. Well, first of all, we don't have a studio. So we're just kind of working with what we got here. God, we really need to find a friend with a studio. Yeah, um, anyone who's listening, if you have a studio we can borrow. We've in actually... Charlotte. We live in Charlotte, <laughs> so we can't we can't travel across the country for this. Or if you have some, like, uh, sound barrier things we can hang on the walls. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do some more reading, some more research on that part, because we, really, we didn't really research that part of it. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so, Brad, what's, what's the worst pickup line that you've made on a girl that you'd be, like, embarrassed of the next day? Or anything that you regret, text-wise? Oh, text-wise? Endless? I, I, I can't even count them on my toes and fingers. <laughs> um, just, like, I I send, like, drunk, like, even, like, Snapchat messages and stuff. And then girls are like, yeah, like, I would go on a date with you, but I'd rather not get a drunk Snapchat message at 2 in the morning on a Saturday. Like, if you actually want to talk to me, like, talk to me sober tomorrow. Yeah, and, and not like, on yeah, Snapchat. You know what? I respect that. Like, that's probably a good idea. I just don't, I don't have, I literally like tell them, I'm like, look, sober, I don't have the confidence to do that. <laughs> yeah. See, like, even me, like, I don't know. I have like a, a drunk texting problem, like me last night. <laughs> 
let me just read my messages to to this boy last night that I sent. He said, "Midnight's my new bedtime." I said, "Lame, I miss you." Then I said, an hour later, "Hey yo." <laughs> hey yo. Then I said, another uh, thirty minutes later, his name. Then I said, ten minutes later, babe. <laughs> like, could I be like? Damn, More Madison, not. you're almost on voicemail guy status. Okay. <laughs> then this morning I just texted, ouch, hate myself, and he was just like, ha, See, ha, ha, that's a good comeback. If you follow up and you're like, yo, listen, like, yeah, you know, it was bad, I was drunk, and I feel like someone can appreciate that. They're just like, oh, yeah. For sure. You just, at that point, you have to own it. You just, you have to own it. Like, look, I was drunk. Like, fucking sue me. Like, yeah. what's the, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Like. But that's still, like, honestly, that's kind of, like, a move. Like, think about it. Like, you, like, text someone when you're drunk, and you're like, oh, sorry. I was, like, drunk as shit. Like, sorry. Yeah. But now I'm sober. Like, what's up? Time <laughs> <laughs> to move. But... Yo, I'm going on a date today. <laughs> so, you want to get brunch? Like, now that I've broken the ice when I was drunk, like, hey, hey what's up? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why, like, first date is always the move to go get alcohol, because you need to break the ice somehow. And then after that, it gets a little bit more smooth sailing. For sure. <laughs> we all have our moments. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, but so I don't think any of us have ever been as bad as voicemail guy. I know. Poor voicemail guy. This might be like a trending thing now. I hope this is a trending thing and he, he checks this out. I just hope that um, we've just spread some awareness just then for guys to not leave voicemails because I'm pretty sure anyone listening to this is going to be like, fuck, I cannot like, leave a girl a voicemail. rather receive like a drunk text? Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's, it's not even as like, you can't even cringe as much as that voicemail from a drunk text. Because the funniest thing about that voicemail is like you can go back like two months later, which is what we're doing and listening to it now. And you're just like... <laughs> literally gonna pee your pants because it's just like I know, what the that, fuck that this is forever <laughs> a text you're like you like go back to it but like the spelling's half wrong and everything you're like oh he he was definitely drunk but a voicemail like you can't you can't speak wrong spelling like <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess you can slur a little bit <laughs> oh he was definitely like doing some slurring and just his his demeanor and everything and his voice i was like yeah he's fucked up do you guys have anything else you want to touch on? Um, I actually might address. So last night I tweeted, and now that we're here with Brad, I do have this question. But so I, I had this thought the other day when I was on a run because I ran past this like basketball court, and there was just like a ton of random guys playing basketball together. And I was thinking how it's just so easy for guys to become friends with each other, like over nothing. They'll just walk up to another guy and be like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And it's just like they're friends immediately. But girls do not work like that like girls take a lot of time to like peel back the layers of the onion and get to be friends except when they're drunk in the bar bathroom because bar bathrooms yeah that's where I make my best friends for life yeah so I tweeted about it and then some guy was trying to like come back and say that girls become friends easily or more easily than guys do but that's a lot yeah that's what I said so I mean how do guys do it like they just be friends with pretty much any like uh, i mean if you're like a somewhat like athletic guy like sports like if you're not like a band nerd sorry <laughs> sorry for our band nerds yeah, listening sorry for the band nerds listening <laughs> like, if you can talk sports with me then i can be your friend yeah. pretty much sports are pretty much my whole life if you can like Ask me about the Panthers, and I'll talk to you with them. That I could be your friend. Yeah, I mean, again, I guess this has only really happened to me at the bar, but I'm like really big into making friends with people at the bar, even not necessarily like in the bar bathroom. But I feel like when you meet up with guys or any other people that you know, and they happen to like bring another girl around, even if I don't know that girl, I feel like I can instantly become friends with her just because I'm like, hey, what's up? My name's Cam. Like. So you're here with so-and-so, like, you know this person, like, this is our mutual friend, and I'll just, like, go on and have a conversation, but it's definitely harder for sober girls to just, like, become friends just off the street, but I feel like guys are definitely more friendly and open about stuff like that. Yeah, I agree, like, you have to have, like, a common ground, like, uh, something in common, basically, to, like, actually, like, get a conversation going and, like, become friends with someone. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how it is with, like, like I said, like, guys with sports. 
Like, if you can talk sports, then I'll be friends with you. Yeah. That's, that's literally how easy it is. That's fair. That I mean, that definitely makes a lot of sense, I feel like. So the problem is that girls aren't into sports, and that's, like, the whole thing that bonds people? No, I, I at the end of the day, <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> if, if girls were into sports, like, they could bond over that, like, easily. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess we can bond over, like, pop culture or something. What, are you going to talk about Kim Kardashian for three hours? I mean, we can talk about millennials and mimosas. <laughs> yeah we we talked to a lot of people at the bar last night about our podcast we did we really did a lot of promoting last night not even on purpose good they get my name out there yeah no we we actually told, told several people. people that you were going to be a featured guest today were the were any of them girls uh <laughs> yeah a couple of them were actually guys you know brad but. just come out with the real reason that you're on this podcast you're just trying to promote your own self well, yeah <laughs> No, but I think a lot of our male listeners like were excited that we were going to have a male voice on the podcast, and I think this it could be good. It could be a reoccurring thing because I think it gives a lot of diversity to the opinions that we have on different subjects. Especially dating apps was a good one to start with, but yeah, I, I thought we were going to talk about um, our worst dates from dating apps. Oh, oh you want to? <laughs> yeah. Do you do you have one? Do you yeah? I mean, Brad, go yeah, for this it. This potty is about to be like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a lot of editing though. So, so I went on. It was like my only girl that like I met off Hinge that I went on a date with, and I like picked her up from her house. And first, like red flag, uh, she like wasn't ready. Like I told her exactly what time it was. Like I was going to pick her up. She like wasn't ready. She was like, "Oh, just come in. I have to change real quick." Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I, mean, like, I think it was, like, 7.30. I was like, I'll pick you up at 7.30. And her excuse was, yeah, I've been on a lot of dates, like, but, like, a lot of people just don't show up. I was like, what? All right, red flag number one. But I can't get, I can't get out of this now. Like, You're like, wait, should I have not shown up? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? what in the world? Like, I should have, I should have, like, pulled out right there. Like, <laughs> I should have been like, you know what? I gotta go. Like, my mom just called. Like, she's in the hospital. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> but no, I stuck through. And so she changed. I was like sitting on her couch, like doing, like just looking at my phone while she changed and like got ready. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? That's so weird. Yeah, it was very strange. And then so we went to somewhere in South End. I forgot. I think it was like Kid Cashew or something. Okay, and that's near we, her place. Yeah, I went. We went there. I was like. This place looks fun. Like, we'll just go there. I don't feel like driving all over the fucking town, so might as well go here. So we get there. I start to sit down, and she's like, no, can I have that seat? (laughs) What? In the world? I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going with the flow of things. And she was, like, talking about how she's crazy. Like, I don't know why girls think it's okay to talk about how they're crazy, but, like, that doesn't, like, it's not an attraction to me. Like the fact that you're saying you're crazy does not like entice me for anything. Like, stop. Okay, so how was she saying she was crazy? She was like talking about something at work, and she was like, "But yeah, like all my like, coworkers think I'm crazy, but like I'm kind of, I kind of am." I was uh, like, "Oh, uh, oh god!" And I like shut down. I'd stop talking pretty much. Like I would just like answer her questions, and like she talked the whole time. I was like, whatever. Hey, there's like, nothing wrong with that. I was going to say, it sounds a little bit like Kim. Just <laughs> I'm really shitting on Kim this podcast. Some, some guys appreciate that I can carry it, the it conversation. Was like, it was fine. Like, she, she was obviously, like, a little strange. But, like, so I, like, I was like, all right, let's go. Like, I took her home. And on the ride home, she started, like, singing. Like, not, like, normal. Oh, my. Not, like, normal singing, but, like high school choir like singing along with the songs no way like trying to act like she was good at singing that shit that shit bothers me so much even when my close friends do that i'm like do you want me to turn off the radio because i will and we'll sit in silence i mean that's literally me but like i would never do that no like i sing along with the songs right but i don't try to be good right (laughs) there's a difference like i just know the words so i like i like singing along with the song but like she was like trying to like be good Ooh. And I was like, and like I was like cringing the whole ride home, and so I got back to her house, and she was like, "Oh, I had so much fun, blah blah blah, blah blah, like a lot of talking." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of my car, <laughs> get out!" And she was like, "Oh, do you want to come in?" 
I go, no, I have stuff to do. You said my mom's in the hospital. I gotta go. <laughs> no. I think I said I had homework to do. I was like, I, I got homework to do. Like, I, I can't come in. Oh. And she was like, oh, well, I hope to see you again. Did you see her again? Fuck no. <laughs> Crazy. Like, honestly, like, if she wouldn't have sang on the ride home, I probably would have gone in and hooked up with her. But, like, that, that just sealed me, the deal. You're like, nah. off so much that I, like, I just couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't, like, make myself do it. Like, <laughs> and then she like you're like what if i'm hooking up with her and she starts singing like <laughs> yeah so uh for all the listeners out there don't sing in the car on your first date don't sing ever just don't do it don't try to be good at singing like i think that's a red flag like oh like whatever like the new bruno mars song or something comes on that's like everyone knows and you're like yeah bop into the lyrics yeah you like sing along like it's kind of under your breath like trying to like act like she was like the best fucking singer ever. <laughs> like belting out yes oh god it, i was about to kick her out of my car so that was the only hinge date experience you had yeah and i deleted hinge after that <laughs> no what are you deleting hinge after that yeah and then the best part was she like added me on snapchat after that and was like t- like messaging me like saying that she loved me I was like, what? Good thing I pulled out and did not talk to her ever Wait, again. Like, I what? thought she was a psychopath. She said she loved you? Yes. Oh my god. See, like, what? It just, like, fascinates me the number of people that are just, like, so odd out there. Like, yeah. between this guy with Kim, like, this girl with you, like, <laughs> I just feel like these people, like, come on so strong. Like, they literally... Uh, mainly I said that, that whole story just because to prove the fact that like girls are just as crazy as guys like girls are crazier than guys 100 percent. like on especially on dating apps like girls like do some crazy shit agreed you can't tell like if a girl's crazy or not by her pictures but like after you talk to her for like a week like some girls are fucking insane (laughs) yeah well brad i mean i don't know if you listened to the second episode but i told my story about the guy who made me take a shot by myself he was a little nuts and I don't know how I, I ended up on, like, four dates with him. I should have cut it off after date one, but... Well, yeah, you got to cut it off after the first insane, like, like any hint that they're going to be a psychopath, you probably should cut it off. The second yeah. date, he literally, he was like, you're not talking to any other guys, are you? Like, we're exclusive. Oh, I was cut like, um... <laughs> I went on a couple of dates with this guy that I met on the league, and literally, like, after, I guess, date two... We went on like four dates or five dates. Like it was, it was like a kind of long thing, like a few weeks. He was a really nice guy, but he like started calling me, like oh, all no. the time. No, no I like I mean, phone calls. Okay, Kim no, does love phone calls. Okay, maybe <laughs> this is a Kim thing, or like I don't know. Some people are into it, but I was like, I mean, he would like call if it's me excessive. Like, well, it was just, like, I feel like we weren't at that level in the relationship because I'm not the kind of person that's, like, anti-phone call at all. Like, there are people out there that are, like, I refuse to talk to anyone on the phone, which I'm definitely not like. Like, Kim could vouch for me. Like, me and her talk on the phone all the time. But, like, I'll talk to a guy on the phone if we're, like, dating or whatever for, like, I know we're going to meet up that day. But this guy would, like, call me, like, every day. That's and excessive. Like, and it was, like, so, like, you want to do something on Friday? And I'd be, like, I guess. And it's so harder to say no on the phone. Oh, there's no oh. way you're going to say no on the phone. And it was just, I think that's part of the reason why he was doing it. But it was just like, it got to the point where it was like uncomfortable. Like he was like treating it like we were like boyfriend, girlfriend. And I was like, dude, I've met you twice. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel yeah. like that's excessive. Yeah. Like there's definitely a fine line, like especially on dating apps. Like if you're talking to a girl, like you have to expect that they're talking to other guys. Like she's on Tinder or hint or something like unless you guys are like talking consistently like like texting like hey good morning and like good night right. and stuff like Ugh, you gotta expect vomit. that they're talking to other guys like you gotta just be self-aware like that's what i'm saying I mean, about that's this how guy. i was when i was on dating apps too like i'm not really on dating apps right now but like when i was like super active i was like yeah like this guy like might be nice or whatever but like he's probably talking to like four other girls which is fine like i wasn't mad about that but like just be self-aware yeah that's what i'm saying this guy on the second date he was like 
you're not talking to any other guys, right? He's like, I haven't messaged any other girls on Hinge like since I met you. And I was like, whoa, buddy. I was like, time to slow it down. And I was like, this is our second date. And like, self-awareness is key. Yeah. You just, so, just be self-aware. And you just, you can't like let yourself, like you can't be so open that quickly. You got to like reserve a little bit. Yeah. Agreed. So is this the end finally? I think Brad's finishing off the bottle of champagne almost. Yeah, I think we're all sufficiently, like, pretty much a bottle deep. So, well, Brad might be, like, a bottle and a half. Yeah, we're finishing our third bottle of champagne. So, (laughs) if this isn't the time to cut it off, I don't know what is. So, it's definitely time to cut it off. Well, Brad, we really enjoyed having you on the podcast. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for visiting. I had way more fun than I thought I would. Good, yeah. I might be a reoccurring guest. Yeah, I think so. We'll we'll ask the fans. Hopefully, we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Fans, let us know what you think about Brad on the podcast, and let the fans decide. Yeah, I think I think we'll get some good feedback from this one. But Hopefully. all right, Brad, you want to plug your social medias? Um, on Instagram, it's Brad Um, on Twitter, I think it's B underscore Rick at or B underscore Rick twelve. Yep, that seems right. All right, I we'll we'll, right. we'll tag you because I'm not a big fan of Twitter, but. Instagram, Brad.Ricketts. Yeah, follow him. <laughs> yeah, and y'all know our social media and follow us um, at Mills and Mimosas on Instagram. And for those of you who haven't noticed already, we are on iTunes. So hit us with that like, rate, subscribe, and or comment, like, comment, rate, subscribe. Is that is that what works for uh, iTunes? Review, 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 rate, subscribe. Got it, got it. Yeah, we want those five star reviews, and if you review the pod, we will feature your review on our Insta story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, and we'll see y'all next Sunday for another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>